0: All right, all right, all right. Let's see what we've got. Round one, fight.
1: The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and over gaming community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres, but our roots are in first-person shooters. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the ReaperCast. Hello everybody and welcome to the Grim Reaper Gamers ReaperCast. It's episode 95 and we're mixing up the show. My name's Jack, aka Grimmest of all Reapers, Head Grumpkin of GRG, and World Commander Lala Calamari. I've taken over completely. I've locked Johnny and Jammer into a basement. Right now, they are both actually off with real-life activities. They're adulting at the moment, so uh, this is typical of an adult gaming community. We have other responsibilities other than playing games, uh, which is the case tonight. So we do have a streak uh, that we want to continue with the show, keep it going. So let me, uh, without further delay, I'll introduce the suckers I've talked into being tonight's ReaperCast host. Joining me this week, hopping out of his iROG Z, straight from the Jersey Shore, Grex, how you doing? What you drinking? And what are you playing?
2: Hey, what's going on? Um, I, uh, first off, you're a complete lie. You have both Johnny and Jammer locked to the gim cage in the basement doing God knows what. So... What am I playing? I am playing Destiny. Sucked back into that, you know, going through Forsaken. You know, grinding out that light. Also picked up, you know, Call of Duty. Uh, so I'm raging out in that. Uh, blackout, and I've uh, been playing some multiplayer as well. Uh, but uh, uh, definitely, definitely with the with the um, server issues they have been having and the lag. Uh, which we'll talk about later uh it's definitely uh, been a little frustrating at times in that game uh what am i drinking uh harpoon winter warmer tonight uh so i just picked up one of those uh festive variety packs it had the um the duncan coffee uh porter in <laughs> oh, it and it has uh an i p a this winter warmer and then the the golden goose it was a pretty good pretty good pack uh i haven't uh you know there isn't one in there that i don't really mind drinking so good about that
1: rounding out this cast this episode uh, we have the only grg member that actually has some class he sticks with us because he's on the ps4 and i can't game with him to drive him away unobtainables how are you what you drinking and what are you playing
0: i think that's the nicest intro i've ever had um i'm not sure i can agree on the class bit of it necessarily, <laughs> but I can definitely agree on the whole why I'm still here in that Xbox PS4 divide. Um uh, I'll start with what I'm playing, which is the ever popular Destiny 2. Um just grinding light, trying to get through all of that content every week. I've I've even fallen back to just one character as opposed to the three of us running in D1 and I'm still not managing all of the weekly activities. Honestly, I'm still not even having much time to play anything else besides that. Um, though I am thinking too, because the grind's just getting me, getting to me a bit. Um, I even had today my my girlfriend. Uh, she's on she's on the site that you don't see much around on a gentillion. um She asked me to to run a couple of the activities on her character, some of the stuff for Festival of the Lost, some of the Crucible stuff. So I'm um, I'm doing a little bit on her character as well, just to add to it. Um, But I I will be branching out into something new. Um, Certainly some of the November releases, but hopefully something else before then. Um, And drinking at the moment, I'm just drinking coffee because it's 2 a.m. here.
1: Oh, see, I got the math completely (laughs) wrong with time zones. I thought it was like 8 a.m. or some shit like that. I don't (laughs) So you're you're one character. I'm assuming it's a hunter. Nope. Oh, my. It is not. No wonder I put you as PS4 team lead. You yep. deserve it. Oh, my goodness. How do you do that? Anyway, as I said earlier, my name is Jack Lala Calamari. I am filling in as the main host this week, and I am drinking a wonderful microbrew uh, from back where I used to live in Perkesee, PA, called, I hold this up every single time to the camera, uh, PV Fest. It's their Oktoberfest beer, and it's actually pretty solid. Um, it's a really small microbrew. They're very tiny, like a little little tiny warehouse. So I picked up a four-pack of that and completely enjoying it. As for what I'm playing, well, I'm carrying Grex around in Destiny through the raid and whatnot. He he needs my help and, and my sleeper stimulant. Also playing some COD, but really just blackout in COD. The multiplayer, I just can't seem to get into anymore. As far as like Destiny, I think I may be the only player that hasn't grinded for the uh, level 600 auto-rifle, the horror story. I just couldn't do it. I hit a wall. I hit a grinding wall uh last week trying to get ready for the raid and I just couldn't do it. I had to tap out. I couldn't do it. I put I put the game down and um I just need a break. I'm I'm so broke in the game. I need government cheese. I need some like some food stamps to buy masterwork cores. I literally have no shards. I have no masterwork cores. I'm broke as all can be. Uh, I'm looking to see if Gunny's got a glory hole shop in the tower somewhere, I can work some shifts because it is brutal. I don't know what to do. And like, as a player that actually has played a lot of it, it's just is maddening. I ran mean, it about this a couple weeks ago. And it's just, I'm really feeling the pain now. I can't imagine if you're a brand new player to Forsaken. It's got to be just, just brutal. I don't know.
2: Yeah, breaking breaking down the cores again. Yeah, the 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 cores thing is is rough getting those, and you know going to Spider um, and hitting him up on a regular, just to uh, just to get some cores. And I've been really picky and choosy with uh, upgrading my my gear. Um, I actually just picked up that the horror story um, today. Actually, it does take some time, but if you do like the bounties and stuff like that, it's not it's not too bad. But yeah, it's uh, that's definitely uh, definitely a lot more of a grind now than it than it previously ever ever has been, uh, in my opinion. That and you know, carrying around you just hanging around in your backpack—it's just so warm and cozy in there. <laughs>
1: it, it's an UGG, It's an UGG backpack, so it's got the fur inside, so it's, <laughs> it's, it's all good. Yeah, I just I I hit that wall. I was looking at it, and I'm like, I I really wanted to get it just for the light, but. I don't know. At a certain point, I usually peter out in, in the gear chase. I figure like, I get about like 580, get enough to get into the raid, and, and we seem to do pretty well with the raid, other than just being retarded and not getting the mechanics down. So it's not really light at this point. I don't know. Maybe I'll get it. It's tough when you got, like uh all the different activities to do, like the Forza, the Call of Duties, and whatnot. So i got to pick and choose what I play and what I do when I'm playing. But unobtainables, you feel the same way with the grinder? Is it getting to you? You got just the one character now.
0: Yeah, it's still, it's still getting to me a little bit recently. Um, but but uh, not so bad on the resources side. I think I kind of had kind of accepted that a while ago, as annoying as it was. There's always something in in Destiny that you can't do because if you don't have stupid amounts of resource. I did just shard all of my year one gear. So actually, I'm I'm okay for resources right now, but putting that aside, the grind is still the grind. Um, I think I will f- I, w- I will push for that um, that auto rifle. Its name escapes me. A horror story. Yes. Um, yeah, I think I will grind for that through. But and I am still doing the the kind of the milestone stuff. But it, it's. I still feel like for the majority of the time, I'm like five crucible matches dying. Right, good. No more crucible this week. Three gambit matches done. Good. No more gambit this week. Just, yeah.
1: Oh, see, I'm a I'm a huge gambit fan, and uh, I love it. But it's so stressful, and I'm I'm like the biggest asshole in gambit. Usually, I'm not this bad in in games. I'm actually pretty uh Pick up pretty, the moats! Oh my god! Yeah, I've traumatized Grex and Valiant. They hear it in their sleep. I yelled them about picking up expiring moats, uh losing motes. I I don't know. Wake up with sweats. The moats. <laughs> Gotta get the moats. I don't know what's wrong with me. It's just I'm, I'm really bad with that game mode. And oh well, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Um Alright, let's get to the rant. Since we're mixing shit up, I no longer have to do the rant this week. I'm dumping it to you guys. Let's hear it. what, what what's uh this episode's rant?
2: The rant is that Lala has no rant, and this is the day that GRG gets shut down because Lala doesn't have a rant, it's something to complain about. Then, you know, pigs are flying, <laughs>
1: hell's freezing over. I, you know, I don't even know. I'm speechless. <laughs> Dogs and cats sleeping together. What's it? What was it? Bill Murray said. Cats, <laughs> sleeping together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> disaster of biblical proportion what do you mean biblical
2: what he means is old testament mr mayor real wrath of god type stuff fire and brimstone coming down from the skies rivers and seas boiling 40 years of darkness earthquakes volcanoes the dead rising from the grave human sacrifice dogs and cats living together mass hysteria enough i get the point
0: yeah i mean everyone might have been fooled because that like bitch you just had for five minutes about <laughs> destiny and all of its material resource gathering that was the official rant because that's what you ran it about two weeks ago so you couldn't run about it again today <laughs> i think that's the reason you're not doing a rant because really you just want to talk about that more
1: yeah i wanted to bitch about destiny some more i like to rile up the fanboys it's kind of like a hobby of mine the fanboys are so much fun to play with but <laughs> all right um. Anyway, let's look, talk about uh, upcoming uh, GRG community events. Uh, we actually have a pretty busy, busy calendar. Uh, if you're new to the site, make sure you stop by the events calendar, the events section, or we usually sticky a lot of the posts anyway. Uh, Monday nights, we've been doing Call of Duty Blackouts, and that's for both the Xbox and PS4, and we pretty much focus on Call of Duty, mostly the Blackout game mode, which has been a blast. I think a lot of people are really getting into that. Uh, Tuesday nights are the PS4 reset nights. Uh, the, the PS4 guys all try to gather up and uh, clear out some of the bounties, strikes, and events, whatnot, uh, to get their light levels up higher. Uh, we also have two raid sign-up threads, so make sure you, you visit the forums, uh, post to the, uh, the sign-up thread to secure your spot for the raid. The PS4 crew raids on Friday nights, and the Xbox crew raids on Saturday nights. And it's really important that everybody that's interested in raiding, sign up for it. Uh, we are not a try-hard community, so if, if you're new to the raids, we will get you in. We'll teach you how to raid and we'll work through it. Um, so don't be afraid that you're not the best player, you don't have the, the highest light level. We'll work with you and get, get you in there. But the most important thing is to sign up so we know who's interested in raiding and we can get you in. If we need to create a second raid group, we can prepare for that as well but if you don't sign up and we don't see the numbers there's only so much we can do and with that it's time for gaming and geek news all right in the current trend of retro consoles and televisions planning to bring back their console uh called Amico i guess that's how you pronounce it in 2020 so they're creating a retro television even with the paddles and touch screen the little touchscreens on it. Um, it's priced at one hundred four, one hundred and fifty to one hundred and eighty. So they're not quite sure on the price yet. Uh, the games are looking to be anywhere from three dollars to eight dollars. I think they have what twenty some games planned for release. As usually, what we we say with with uh, Jam or Johnny and and I say we're just we don't buy into the retro stuff. I'm not quite sure how this will pan out, especially at the price. That seems pretty high for for this device.
2: Uh, yeah, I think so, especially since they're not including any games. I mean, they're charging per game. I mean, what did the Nintendo one? Nintendo one came with with games preloaded, correct?
1: Yeah, they all they all pretty much do. I think that's like hard coded, so you can't add or remove games.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why they're. I mean, charging per game. Uh, I mean, Intellivision television was like the first console that I I had as a kid. That was my first gaming console. Um, and one of my favorites was Dungeons and Dragons, and I didn't even see it on the list there, probably because of some licensing deal, but yeah, it it seems a little pricey. I always thought about getting a Nintendo one, but just never, never saw enough value in it, I guess.
1: Now, I've played the Nintendo, like, emulators on my PC, and, and you play Mario World for, like, all three minutes. Mario 3. And you're, you're pretty much done at that point. I don't know. To me, I'm just not into it. As a kid, I always wanted the Intellivision. I remember when that first came out, and one of my friends had it. I had the Atari 2600. He had the Intellivision. And I just remember seeing the guy run in the sport games, and it just looked like the most amazing thing. And now if you saw it's like maybe eight bits of graphics like, like a little stick figure running. But I remember like oh, oh my yeah, god, absolutely. this is the greatest. And it had the coolest controller with a little touchpad you put the the screens in and you had a little dial.
2: Yeah. Yeah, each each game came with a little like card thing that slice that slight keypad. Yeah. So it would tell you what buttons did what. It was it was a neat
0: little idea. They said uh they haven't released the technical specifications of this, this new con, new version, new build, console, whatever. Um, but they have said that it will be state-of-the-art 21st century 2D <laughs> image processing and graphics capability, whatever that entails, whatever that's going to be. um And I think it does come with some preloaded games. That they say in television classics, um, I don't. It kind of lists some of the games, but I'm not entirely sure if those are the ones that will be preloaded, or those are a mixture of the preloads and some that will be available through the store, um, which is where that three dollar, eight dollar kind of price range comes in—the ones that you can download.
1: I think this might interest a lot of people, just because that controller was so unique. It's not something you can actually replicate, so you're kind of stuck, you know, dealing with whatever they release. Uh, I remember playing—was it Beef? b-17 bomber i think it was that was a good time at dungeons and dragons but yeah i'm not gonna there's no way i get this
0: yeah no the the console itself was before my time so um i and like you like you were saying earlier you and Johnny's view on on the retro consoles you're not really interested um i'm not really i played the nintendo one actually my niece has it and i played it last time i went to see her um she's eight years old she kind of enjoys it um, obviously not from a, uh, a kind of nostalgia point of view, but from just playing the games kind of, um, but yeah, I didn't, you know, it was fun for five minutes, but I'm already bothered for this one. I don't even know the game. So I'm zero interest.
1: <laughs> All right. Free to play Warface is getting a battle Royale mode on Xbox. Uh, this Warface is, it's a free to play game. It's a shooter that's already on the, on the Xbox. I know it's on PC as well. They already have the battle Royale mode. Xbox and the PS4 will be getting. And I think the PS4 gets the Battle Royale mode today. Xbox gets it in a week. Uh, it's looking to come in at 4K on the Xbox X at 60 frames per second, so that's kind of interesting. And it's a smaller Battle Royale game. It's a 32-player mode, so it's not going to be the usual typical 100. Uh, what do you guys think of that? I've never seen or heard this game, so I've this is new to me.
2: Uh, I, I, I know nothing. I think it's just another game that jumping on the BR bandwagon and uh getting its getting its name out there. I'm guessing it's probably a smaller smaller map. If they're pushing four K then I, I'm I'm sure that's probably why another reason why it's smaller than the typical hundred player with a huge map that takes forever to render.
0: Yeah, I'm, I've I had not heard of it either. I went out a quick look. Um, I mean, yeah, like you were saying, the, the 4K is kind of interesting. I do wonder what kind of, um, kind of server refresh rate and stuff they're going to try and push for for that. Whether it's going to be all smooth and glossy, or whether it's going to look nice but be choppy as all hell. I guess we'll see or or hear about it at least. And I went and looked because the the uh, one of the articles I found referenced to Reddit thread. Which always you know, normally means either the Reddit thread was the only source of information, or it was the good source of information. And in this case, it's the Reddit thread is like written by the dev team. It's four days old, which is old by Reddit standards, and it only has like eleven upvotes and like 10 com- uh, 20 comments. <laughs> so even from that, it doesn't seem like it's it's huge. At least I'm trying not to judge it too much. by a single thread.
1: So following this, like, uh, Battle Royale hotness, everybody's making it, what game that doesn't have a mode, a Battle Royale mode, would you like to see create one? Like, what game, any games out there that you would like to see? Any kind of genre, maybe? Throwing this one out there. I have two. It's actually one. I'd like to see an MMO Battle Royale mode. um, And that would go either Elder Scrolls Online or Guild Wars 2. I think both of those have maps that are pretty much ready for that and they could easily create a Battle Royale mode for it. Uh, I think playing as an MMO would be a lot of fun. See something a little bit different. You see spells and different weapons, swords, bows. I don't know. But I don't know if you guys have any thoughts. What would you like to see that doesn't have a Battle Royale mode? Is there any titles out there?
2: That's a good question.
1: I really haven't... You know, other than the one out um
2: where i where it's kind of a a typical no-brainer um you know, i'm a fan of halo so i did i i would like to say a halo one uh
0: but that's you know typical pvp yeah i don't i don't know that was a bit of a curveball but i mean my first thought when you say what other game do you want to see it is i don't it's it's it, it, you know it was big when it first started it's been interesting as it's gone it's mostly the same old and some of them are good and some of the iterations are poor imitations but i think i i don't want it to be over necessarily because i think some of the games are doing it really well fortnite is still managing to keep a huge player base there at least for the time being so i don't want it to die but i don't want every developer to add in a br mode or you know do like a create a game entirely based around that genre. Cause it's just going to get tiring really quickly. And I'd like to see more, you know, more innovation, more creativity, more development of different and new fresh ideas. That would be, that would be more interesting to me. So I think I'd say no, no more games <laughs> no more. To ever be on mode.
1: You're out. You're done enough. Enough, <laughs> enough. All right, moving on. So is it too early to start talking about destiny three rumors? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, yep. I, I. Well. I mean. I, I came across a news item. Uh, Destiny's looking. There's a a leak out that they're going to create a new zone for Destiny three, a PvE, VP mode, uh, similar to something like Division's Dark Zone, but it's not going to be like the Dark Zone. So that's pretty much all I had. But it, players are going to be able to fight for territory, fight and hold territories. Uh, this sounds kind of interesting. I, I've been looking for something like this in a long time. I think that Destiny needs something where they have um, two different factions, two different sides, or even three. Like, I always thought, like, the factions, like the new monarchy, um, Dead Orbit, and what's the other one? Future War. Cult. Future Warcraft. They would have, like, battles, and you'd hold stuff like this. Uh, this sounds yeah, what interesting. They, what they, they
2: definitely did not... Take it. I mean, there was a lot of potential in what they did with factions, and they know they do the faction events, but those are just – I mean, it's – everybody looks to see what gear is going to be on the faction, and then everybody joins the faction with the best gear, so it's kind of like <laughs> – It's kind of lame. <laughs> it's pointless. It really is. It's like, you know, so if they – and because people are not tied to the factions, it, it's on the faction war, so you join – and if you have three characters, it used to be you have one character on each faction. And oh, at the last one, they kind of stopped that, and you, it was one faction for the account.
1: But you could switch each and faction. Still,
2: <laughs> yeah, but but still, they 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 don't do a whole hell of a lot with it. So yeah, if they if they have things like faction wars in like a division dark zone kind of setting, I think that would be cool. I mean, I always thought the dark zone and the division was a cool thing, but it was so reliant on gear and the gear was so unless you weren't running meta you were pretty much screwed so because the 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 difference in gear with the division but that's a whole nother conversation
1: um (laughs) well what's what's interesting about this is the uh the rumors that the new powers and abilities are going to stem from the darkness so you'll have just like Jedi's and Sith, you're going to have good Guardians and bad. So I guess some there's going to be corruption within the Guardians. I don't know. It sounds interesting. Um, I'll, I look forward to it. I, I like any PvP mode. I think, uh, well, I'm not super crazy about Destiny 2's PvP. I think it's a little too much of a Call of Duty. I do enjoy what they did with Gambit where they created a PvE slash P mode. Um, and that, I think that's a lot of fun. So if, if this follows suit, uh it should be fun it should be it should be a good time
0: yeah um and this is the kind of time when i want uh you know Valiant or one of the other guys i'm sure that there are kind of a lot of references to some kind of murky stuff in the background that with the the game or, or and maybe even the lore to a degree hasn't really gone into or really made clear in the sense of um you know some of the stuff in in the past for our guardians or, or maybe some of the stuff involving Rasputin um or some other kind of elements in the backstory there which basically you know if that was fresh fleshed out a bit more brought a bit more to the foreground might make it a bit more obvious that you were going to start to head down this dark path and i guess can i spoil the end of the story of forsaken by this point i think so i think it's uh okay tough shit i i, okay. I don't mind i say
1: spoil away screw the people okay. haven't played it
0: well i think that's 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 a fair enough warning if if you don't want to hear about it just skip ahead It'd be 30 seconds it's not i'm not going to say too much um but just that moment where where you get to aldrin and floor and you and um i forget her name now anyway whoever it is you both stood there you've both got your guns pointed at him and the to away petra. before the gunshot goes off yeah thank you petra and the and the gunshot goes off and clearly one of you shot him but they never say who and i think the idea is that if the guardian shot him he's kind of an unarmed man lying on the floor he's vulnerable and you've just like killed him in, in cold blood at least arguably and and maybe that's an argument for you going down a darker path <laughs> um so i think that there's certainly some scope there in the law for you going down this kind of darkness route and it certainly would make open up the game a lot and make it more interesting and make it you know some real fresh opportunities there for something interesting even if it's you still fighting enemies and then the bad guys but you're split from the vanguard you're going away on your own route to some degree away from kind of the main um main group I don't know. I'm I'm kind of interested as to where the story takes it. I'm also very, very um apprehensive about D three and and like the cost of all uh all, you know, all the worries that we have with D two and a lot of, I'm true, sure even if I'm not trying to rehash over old ground here, but even if they fixed a lot of the stuff that was complained about at the beginning of D two, I did feel like we were on a bit of a cycle there. So I'm really worried that D three will be whenever it comes out, even if it's two years away that we're going to cycle back around and have some of the same issues again at the beginning. Um, But but just to kind of add the point, I I dug into these um, news articles because every one of them that I read, they were all referencing the same user on Reddit and all saying, oh, it's this leaker. He said these like five things (laughs) and it's always the same five. And it's like five sentences. That's all they had. Um, And they were all saying, oh, he's, you know, he's got a really good track record, but they weren't offering any evidence for it. And when I looked into it, it's like there's other people on this on, on Reddit saying, "Oh, he's got a good track record because he predicted these two things correctly," or something. And and maybe there's more to it than that. But I'm just I'm really hesitant to to take the comments that have been made um, as 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 gospel because there's just so little evidence right now for it. It's it's one guy who said a few things. Sure, he's been right in the past, but if the game's two years out. You know, it, they could even even if he is correct right now, it doesn't mean that it's going to be correct when the game actually releases.
1: Yeah, the odds of that making the the actual final game is is questionable. Hmm. We'll see. It's just fun to talk about. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's always looking for something new with Destiny. Okay, up next, Netflix has decided to cancel two shows of its very popular Marvel lineup. Iron Fist and Luke Cage were both canceled in a span of days. While Iron Fist didn't attract a lot of fans, uh, I thought Luke Cage uh, cancellation was a bit more shocking. I I thought it was a little bit better liked. Um, So what's going on here? Were both shows just getting terrible ratings? Did they just cost too much to make? Is there Marvel burnout? Or is Disney looking to take back some of its property to bring Marvel back to their streaming service? Because... They're set to start their own streaming service, and obviously, they're going to want shows of their own.
2: Yeah, so they did. They did eventually. They did um, post official reason uh, in statements to. Um, I forget the news publisher, but it was, I think it was a couple. Of, but um, they did say that Iron Fist, uh, even though the viewership went up for season two and had better ratings, uh, it still wasn't enough to keep the show going. Uh, so they canceled it due to low viewership, and Luke Cage, they said they gave the ubiquitous creative differences <laughs> uh, issue, uh, and, and you know they were already into into uh, like I guess they had like a, a good chunk of the script already written uh, for Luke Cage season three, but then you know on a, I think it was an interview with uh, Entertainment Weekly or something like that that. You know, the execs said that there was going to be, you know, we haven't seen the last of Danny and Luke or they haven't seen the last of Danny or something like that. Um, so it, it sheds light to possible spoil uh possible uh, things like heroes for hire. And, and uh, there's also a rumor going around about sisters of the dragon with uh with Misty and uh, what was it? What the, uh what the other girl's name was. I
1: forget. Yeah, I didn't follow Iron Fist too much. I I barely made it through the first season when the nurse had like the Wolverine claws going around fighting ninjas. I was like, "You're a nurse, you're fighting some martial artist with Wolverine style claws." Yeah, I'm tapping out. Uh, but it's I didn't go to the second season. Uh, Luke Cage. I actually couldn't stand the first season of Luke Cage. I the plot was boring. The, the villain, I thought the main guy was going to be the one, the one villain, but his sister killed him, and then they had some guy at the end in an 80s jumpsuit fight him for, I don't even know why he fought him. He just fought him, and that was the big ending, and I, I found it so slow and boring. I'm in the camp of the Marvel burnout. I'm just not interested in superhero stuff anymore, which is really a shame because when I was a kid, I collected a million comic books. Uh, I do have Iron Fist and Luke Cage, Heroes for Hire comic books. They were I loved reading them when I was a kid. So I'm, I'm kind of it'd be interesting if they actually made this show, but I don't know if, how much I would check it out. I don't know. Um,
0: yeah, I think to be honest, the, the Luke Cage and the Iron Fist were were certainly the weaker ones for me um, of of the four. With with Jessica Jones and Daredevil, was the other two. Daredevil Pretty sure it started with Daredevil. It was either uh, that or Jessica Jones, and I liked both of them. Um, Daredevil, I thought, was just different enough. The characters were compelling, um, and that kind of whole—you know, t- two different roles that he had to play, kind of by day and by night, which I guess is pretty classic. But I felt like he did that quite well, and both both the stories, as it were, that like potentially different arcs that he might be running were both interesting to, to follow. Um, and for Jessica Jones, I think I just liked it because it seemed a bit grittier, a bit darker. You know, she's not exactly like um, the wholesome hero type, um, which I think just made that interesting. Whereas, uh, yeah, without going into it too much, I just, I didn't, I didn't get into either the other series. I didn't like the hero. I think with Luke Cage, I realized I didn't like him. I didn't really like... It was the supporting characters that I liked more, um, and and similar with Iron Fist as well. Really, he was just Danny was just so annoying. <laughs> I just didn't. At any time he was on screen or talking, I just was so frustrated by him. But the supporting cast kind of kept it going. I don't know if that spells anything for the Defender series, and I, and I guess like you say, will, whether or not those are the real reasons for those cancellations, or whether it is kind of disney related i guess potentially has more of an impact on on whether it's going to do anything for the the defenders but if you know if you've got the other offshoots like the punisher or Rex was saying with, with heroes of fire and sisters of the dragon and stuff if that's all going to go off and and be popular enough in its own right then then maybe it'll be okay
1: yeah we'll see we'll see um i don't know uh, i'm hoping oh, i just started watching the new daredevil season 3 i just put two episodes in. Uh, it's kind of interesting. We'll see if it picks up, if it holds that pace. As far as Jessica Jones, I think the first season was fantastic, but I think that was mostly for the villain. Yeah, so, the, the villains are definitely um, stronger characters. Same thing with Daredevil. I
2: I did watch season three, and and um, Vincent D'Onofra is just such an awesome kingpin. Uh, and he just plays the role perfectly. So, I mean, it really... It really sets the scene when he's, when he's in there. So, I mean, I, I did like season three. Um, I, I watched, I, I binged, binged through that season and uh, I thought it was really good. But, you know, we'll see
1: what everyone else, what else everyone else has to say about it. All right. So apparently there's some little cowboy game developed by some little tiny company called Rockstar or something coming out this Friday. I don't know. I haven't really heard too much about this. Um, yeah. The uh, the highly anticipated Red Dead Redemption 2 is finally coming out this Friday. Uh, gamers are dying to get back into the saddle again. Uh, recreate the Blazing Saddles uh, campfire scene, I guess. Uh, as of right now, if you digitally pre-ordered it, you can begin downloading it or pre-downloading it, and I completely suggest that you do, because it comes in at a whopping... 100 gig for the PS4 and 107 for the Xbox One. That's that's nuts. Uh, I was reading... I,
2: I've never heard of this game. I, I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking
1: about. Physical copies require two discs to install. I mean, it's just mind-boggling. It's huge. Are you guys getting it?
2: Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I've never... I never got into the first one. Um and i don't know it's something about same thing with the gta games any rockstar game i just i don't know for some reason i just haven't been able to
0: to uh get into that style of game i'm not not sure what it is see i thought i was i for a minute there grex i thought we were on the exact same page started off right i was like <laughs> i'm not gonna like rdr and everyone i'm gonna be the, and and then that's you started off saying the exact same thing as me couldn't get into the first rdr just didn't like it. I don't know what it was. i c I've tried it like two or three times. I never get any further than like the farm where you wake up and the farmhand's there and she wants you to ride around on the horse. And I just I put it I like I save it and I say I'm gonna come back to it and then I don't. <laughs> but I loved the GTA series. I've played nearly all of them. I thought they were brilliant. Um and I know it's basically the same game, but you're on horseback in in, you know, in the desert if you like, and maybe that's Maybe those are the things that I don't like about it enough. I'm, I'm really not sure. But yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I know it's going to be hugely popular I know everyone's going to love it. I, you know, it's going to have its multiplayer. However, that's going to work. That'll be interesting to keep an eye on. Um, I guess it's a, it's a maybe. But I, I still feel like I should go back and give the first one another shot before, before I decide to put any money down on the second one.
1: I, I feel the same way as you do. I had this been GTA 6 no doubt i'd be preloading it right now be playing it i love grand theft auto series they're fascinating games i like having the cars exploring the cities exploring the whole you know landscape the whole map i don't know what it is red dead redemption just does not interest me in the slightest i just maybe it's the cowboy theme i'm just not into i do like cowboy movies i just don't know why i'm not into this and I know we're gonna have a ton of guys playing this and getting this, and I'm gonna be so tempted. And I, I what I'll probably end up doing is probably end up buying the goddamn thing, <laughs> installing it, playing it for one event, and then that'll be that.
0: Oh, and Jam gonna get so much hate mail on the Twitter account.
1: <laughs>
0: None of you like RDR boys. Yeah. Well,
1: oh, it, it's funny because I know Johnny and Jam are getting it, so it's. Uh... <laughs> That's right, it's then. interesting, but yeah, it's just I don't know. It's it's not for me, but I'm amazed at the size. It's, it's 107 gigs for Xbox One. That's just that's massive.
0: That's huge. It's, it's huge, isn't it? It was like 80 gigs or something on the download.
1: I think at this point, with games like this, you almost need to get a SSD drive just to boot up on a reasonable time. I mean, it's just going to be brutal. I don't know.
0: Yeah, and 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 you're you know if you've got your base. um you know, it's kind of like the original hard drive disc, then, and and that probably varies between the editions and the versions of the consoles, and I forget. But you know, at at a hundred gig, if you've only got a five hundred gig, that's a fifth. <laughs> that's exactly for one game. Yeah.
1: Well, the next one coming up, that's not a small one either. Uh, Fallout seventy six beta starts today, and uh, in fact, as we're recording right now, the beta is underway for the uh, the Xbox. I guess I don't know if it's for the PC, as, PS4 as well, or is it just Xbox at the moment?
0: It's just Xbox, okay. PC, and PS4. after have to wait another week.
1: So it, it's coming in at 45 gig. And f- there was, I couldn't get what was going on in chat. Some people said there was a 45 gig install, then there was another 45 gig patch on top of that. I, I can't, it's just craziness with giant files. I don't know. Uh, but apparently, this is just a four-hour beta, and it's mainly just a kind of stress test their servers. They're, they're they're expecting eight billion people to go on and just beat the hell out of their servers. So, uh, how badly do you think their servers are smoking right now?
2: <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I'm I'm sure there's uh, yeah. I saw a fires blowing
1: down. I there. saw digital. I got an alert digital streaming. So I don't know how. I uh, I guess he's in it. Are you guys looking forward to this title? Is this a title for you?
2: Uh, I'm a huge Fallout fan. I'm um, going to get the game. Um, I'm not doing the beta because I didn't pre order. i am been. Any game that requires me to pre order to get into beta, I just. I've gone into the mode where I pre order the day before it comes
1: so out. So you're taking a stand. F in. these developers. Screw
2: them. I mean, right. <laughs> but, I mean, unless you're doing an open beta, you know, then I'm probably not going to do it because, I mean, I'm not going to.
1: Greg's basically pulled that little wolf meme with little wolf's howling. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's basically what it is yeah. right there.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. You're not my money now. Yeah. Next week, though, you can have it. Next week. <laughs> or whenever this yeah, comes when out. When I actually release the game, <laughs> then you can have my
2: money. And I'll buy it the day before so I can still get the pre order bonuses. <laughs> uh
0: yeah, I I I do have this on pre-order. Um, I've yeah, Fallout Three was was one of the most amazing games to me. Um, and to be, I don't know, if I'm brutally honest, I think Fallout 4 and Fallout New Vegas were, to me, just felt like pretty much the exact same game. And as much as I enjoyed them, um, because I you know I still liked them as much as I almost as much as I liked Fallout Three, I did feel like they were basically just copies so uh you know it might be interesting to see them taking a slightly different take with fallout 76 and i say slightly because it's basically the same world as gameplay at its core it's not any anything hugely different it's it's the elements of the always online and the pvp which clearly are, are the new features and, and they're going to affect gameplay they're certainly going to affect the meta so that might be enough to make it interesting um, yeah and one thing that Fallout 4 brought was the building aspect and um
2: if they really uh build on that I think which they probably are within with 76 you can I think you can get some interesting gameplay together with PVP and group group building and and things like that so I think that um it could be could be real fun for like a GRG community thing if you got a, a bunch of members online. I, I think
1: uh, we're gonna have a ton of people playing this. This is gonna be I think this this might be the biggest title uh besides Destiny for the fall. This might be the second biggest title. Uh I think this is gonna beat Red Dead, Call of Duty, Forza, uh whatever else you have. I think this is a lot of guys are buying this, so this is gonna draw a huge amount from GRG. How much of uh nerd cred do I lose by saying I've never played a Fallout game? <laughs> I've like, I, I never played. Believe it or not, um.
0: if you enjoy RPGs, I'd say you should definitely give it a go, yeah. because uh, there's just some of the best elements of the Fallout games are looting and exploration, and then the the, the gun fights are good as well. But I'd I'd say they're almost a solid second, it's still still good, still strong. But I'd say a solid second to the exploration and and just the, just like the first time that you come out of the vault into the overworld and just start looking around. I think it's that was just amazing for me. I couldn't get enough of that.
1: I'd last. I'd, I'd walk out the vault, look around, <laughs> fire up a different game. I'm terrible with these. sites. So I. I, I'm okay with, like, if it was an MMO where there's other people in it, I'd probably hold my attention. I have no idea what the difference is, but whatever the reasoning, reasoning is, uh, single-player solo games, I just feel lonely in them, and that's what kills me. So after a while, I get kind of bored feeling alone, but I'll play Elder Scrolls Online for 8 billion hours, and I mean, I know it's not the same, but it's similar.
0: Yeah, and I guess that's that's the point you made about being this being huge, because you know you can have your your uh, i don't know your black ops and your um fortnite and all the rest of this with all these competitive multiplayer scenes but as soon as you get your cooperative multiplayer and you, especially when you're taking a game that's already quite solid in its single player kind of campaign element and you make that a multiplayer cooperative then you know you're, you you are increasing that that kind of drive people have to go back and play their play again they're
1: Okay, and uh, so some PC nerdy gamers have found out that Treyarch's newest game is having some server issues. Call of Duty Black Ops 4 servers baited at 60 hertz tick rate while the launch title is hitting 20 hertz. Uh, The tick rate references how many times the server communicates with the client. So uh, 60 hertz is meaning like 60 times per second that the Call of Duty's servers communicate with your Xbox, PC, or PS4. Uh, from the the understanding is Treyarch is saying now they decide to dial it back a little bit to alleviate some of the pain the servers are feeling at launch, and it's not necessarily a permanent thing. Uh, how do you guys feel? Have you guys been playing Call of Duty Blackout? How do you feel playing at 20 hertz?
0: Oh,
2: it's painful. <laughs> um. They, they, you know, they they did the beta at sixty, and then they when they launched it, it was like fifty, and then they I think they knocked it down to like thirty, and now it's like, like twenty. And I mean, you now you're seeing videos pop up all over the place, but I mean, it's it's rough, especially if you're in um, like high ping lobbies and multiplayer, and then if and and blackout with with um squads with a full squad of four uh in quads is just unplayable it's unplayable yeah which uh it is it is a complete slideshow with that
1: with that mode it's it's terrible yeah which is a giant shame because that's so much fun and i want to play quads It's just until they patch that there's just no way i don't know if that's necessarily the 20 hertz or if that's just some other issues going with quads, because it doesn't seem to be the issue too much in duos or solos. They seem on fine. No, Duos and solos seem to, yes. What well, yeah. was interesting, I was watching the video, the guy showing how he determined it was 20 hertz, and he fires up the good old Wireshark packet sniffer. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's something I use. So that's funny. Yeah, I, I noticed that this is, to me, it's manning. I was playing Core the other night, Core Multiplayer, A guy comes at me. I'm shooting him with the, uh, the, what's the AK equivalent, the KN whatever, 97. I'm blasting the hell out of this guy. I'm getting hit marker, hit marker, hit marker, hit marker, hit marker, and I die, which I'm thinking to myself, what is going on here? I'm watching the kill cam. I think I maybe hit him three times in the kill cam, and he just steamrolls me. So you feel like you're playing two different games. And to me, I mean, it's typical for Treyarch. Treyarch always has netcode issues. I bitch about this all the time and forever. I just think Treyarch is garbage with netcode. And they're definitely not helping themselves now by by limiting this tick rate and the other issues they're having. Uh, Which is a shame because Black Ops 4 is probably the most fun I've had in the Call of Duty in a long, long time. At least for the Blackout, the
0: Battle Royale part. Yeah, there was a a bit of a vague comment from Treyarch um, where they just said, I won't read the whole thing out because it's just mostly waffle, but basically they're saying that, you know, at launch they kind of wanted to, um, they wanted to be able to serve all the players that were coming online. So took the performance down a little bit is how I'm reading between the lines to to accommodate that. And then the idea is that they're going to try and improve network performance um, in, in the coming days weeks um i guess as soon as they can generally um to try and to try and improve that whether that is you know if they mean tick rate if they mean the lag in quads if they mean the crappy hitboxes that i've heard about (laughs) i mean that's technically not really a network issue is it but um i don't know if they're kind of including that in in that seems to be one of the other comments and again something else i've seen the videos of you know the guy shooting like a foot and a half away from the guy's face, and it's clipping him, but I don't know that could be by design, I suppose as well um and, and interestingly there's you yeah, had made a couple of comments obviously he's a huge um card fanboy as well or at least uh, maybe that's unfair but i mean and and he said he's he's coping okay for now it's not. You know it's not unplayable for him, but he does. You know he does hope that they kind of get it fixed and that they sort out some of this stuff. Well,
1: he's he's Canadian. Um, he's apologetic to anything, so it's just because. <laughs> um, and the, I, he I know he's not like we were playing multiplayer last night, and he lasted like three or four games, and he was even playing hardcore, which he prefers. He's like, that's it. I'm out. I'm, I'm in the blackout. <laughs> he's like, I'm getting out of here. Uh, I know spawns right now in multiplayer are just absolutely brutal. I've been playing. The maps are tiny, and if you play team deathmatch, things get like flipped like crazy. It's like every five seconds. Seriously, if you walk ten feet and you don't see an enemy, turn around because they're going to be behind you. So you really just don't need to even move out of a hallway. You just kind of walk back and forth. And spawns. You're spawning in with people in the room next to you, pretty much gunning you down as as you spawn. So it needs some tweaks. You gotta
2: get back into that that mode where you kind of get your little. Corner of the map and hang out because I mean, well, in hardcore camping, is just brutal. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: that's just a play style, absolutely. though. And then,
2: but, and then in core, you know, you just kind of get your little corner, your your section of the map, you know, you little, you watch like two or three doors and you kind of just run in between them, that little area. Because, <laughs> yeah, you're going to get flanked so quickly in that game.
1: I just want to see the Blackout fix. So that's pretty much the majority reason why I bought this. I kind of just bought this. I played the beta. I, I, I Multiplayer's okay for a few games, but just doesn't seem to hold my interest anymore. I'm not sure if I just played way too many Call of Duties over the years or I'm just kind of looking for something different. Blackout's great because it takes the arcadey feel of Fortnite and mixes it in with the realistic settings of of uh, PUBG. It's kind of like their bastard kid it plays pretty well as long as you play in like singles or or duos and once i get that fixed I'll, I'll i'll be satisfied that's that's my game mode of choice and i pretty much paid $60 just for that title just for that game mode <laughs> i don't even know what zombies are i i think i played it once back for world war 2 world world at war all right well look at that we're uh right on time too under almost under an hour <laughs> so let's go ahead and wrap this show up uh, I just kind of want to welcome the uh, the new members that have joined the last few weeks. I guess on Untainable, as you put the list together, we got Quantum Bullet, Fishy Sneed, schneed, I don't even know how to pronounce that, Smez slash Toxic Waste, Winter Agent, a Cheese Sandwich, and Spicy McHaggis. So welcome to GRG. Uh, make sure you hit the forums and... Uh, Add it to the uh, the different clubs for PS4 and for the Xbox. And spam uh, people with your friends list. Fill up your your friends list. Get in some games. Just hop into parties. Uh, we're always looking for new people to game with. And uh, we have people gaming in different games every night. So don't, don't, don't be shy. Just hop right in. Join us. Our next episode will be recorded November 6th. And it'll be out the 7th. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash Grim Reaper Gamers. And our Twitter is grggamers.com, spell out the dot, D-O-T. I think I got it right. If not, maybe you get lucky and join up to a, uh, a porn Twitter account. Uh, <laughs> much better. Much better. <laughs> I mean, much better off. Uh, and finally, we always welcome feedback. You guys can trash me for my comments of Red Dead. Um, feel free to email us at reapercast at greenreapergamers.com. And now I would like to thank Rex and Unattainables for stepping in last minute, helping out with the show. It's been a blast. Uh, we need to get you guys back on sooner. And with that, I say stay safe. Have a great couple of weeks. And as always, never game alone.